is time for the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Michelle, your house in Mission was recently in a, a gaudy movie, not the bad one with John Travolta, but a good gaudy movie. Yes, gaudy, my, uh, my father's daughter. Actually, Victoria Gaudy was at the house. And she oversaw the whole production. She's in the movie and it's playing right now on Lifetime. Okay, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like they used my some furniture. Like it's it's now it's this is Hollywood North. It I is. mean that, that's where we live in. So um, I've my other house in Agassiz was used in The Killing. Um, I've placed a lot of my clients' uh, properties in in films. The one I had in Matsqui commercial uh, building was in Riverdale just a couple months ago. Um, I placed. Uh, Oh, gosh, um, lots of TV series. And, you know, I know executive producers and producers and, and a lot of location scouts. And it, this is the place. So, I, I, you know what? As we're talking about this, I just want to share to everyone that if you have a house and you want to make some money <laughs> and you want your property, whether it's commercial or, or land or anything, just Put it into the BC Film Commission list and add it to it and find location scouts or just call me, contact me. I'll help you out with it. Because um, this is a major. They're filming all over the place. You drive around, you see those arrows, you know they're filming. I know the rates that they give per day, the going rates. Uh, you know, if they put you up in a hotel. I've got lots of friends that have their properties constantly um, used in productions. I mean, look at Smallville. We knew the farmer uh, that had Smallville ten over 10 years filming their place. So it's a really um, great opportunity to add your property. Yeah, and we've had yeah. everything from, uh, you know, independent features to TV series like Smallville or Riverdale uh, to big major productions like Deadpool all filmed in the lower mainland of Vancouver. So there's lots of options out there for folks to get their houses, I guess, and properties on the screen. Yeah, exactly. Um, didn't somebody uh, didn't somebody want to use a Country 107.1 location? They did, was- but we were a little un- unsure what they were planning to use it for, so we turned them down. <laughs> yeah, and they wanted like full access to the station. They're like, well, we have to keep it on the air. Oh, yeah. yeah so we uh, said, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Always get it written out, what is the production, uh, and they have to have insurance, and you give the insurance copy to your insurance policy holder as well. You want to, you want to make sure all the T's are crossed and the dots are uh, eyes are dotted but it is a great opportunity and just make sure that they have um stuff on the floor to protect your flooring and everything so anyways yeah place the lumber yard for bates motel and so lots of fun but let's get i wanted to get i'm confused though we do the hot topic we do the market snapshot we do fun facts what was this oh something gosh. new again well you know we don't have time to get into more <laughs> hot topics so maybe next next week okay so you're just throwing curveballs at me that's fine all right well i think it's time for one of those world famous big michelle cummins introductions of our guest Ryan Holland is here today. Uh, he is uh, with, actually, he owns and operates and is the director for BC's Best Move. And the reason I wanted to bring Ryan on is because uh, years ago, he actually, my a client of mine ref- was like, Michelle, he, they are amazing. Uh, they did such a good job for me. And she's very particular and, um, and she notices things very, very, very much. So I used them. I was like, I, I'm, I'm moving. I need, I need a company. And, uh, you know, with all the companies out there, there's a lot to choose from. And you always want to try to get a personal referral. So I did. And I was so happy, like with Richard's music equipment. And, you know, uh, they were very careful. They were swift. They were quick. 
Um, Richard but let they them were move careful. His, his gear. Yes, that's that's a good them. sign for a musician to trust anybody to oh, touch their and gear. And he was very worried, right? Like yeah. everyone is. It's a very stressful time when you're moving, and um, they did such a good job. They were so careful, and they took it like time to be careful that's too. a referral in itself that a musician let people touch their gear that's i will true. say that that's true <laughs> ryan thank you for coming so much no problem thanks for having me no you don't just move locally you do long haul moves and you uh furnish you disassemble and you reassemble furniture uh piano moving uh can you speak about like how did you get into the business first of all how did that come about yeah, I mean, I got into the business. I was in my early twenties, and I started out working for a, for a residential moving company. Uh, slowly, just kind of worked my way up into management, and kind of found the ins and outs of the industry a bit. Uh, then I met my wife, and my wife wanted to have more kids, so we <laughs> decided to uh, actually step into business for ourselves. And uh, from there, you know what? It was uh, it's just been a learning experience ever since. You know, so I'm I'm of the mentality that you kind of jump off the cliff and build your wings on the way down. So, um, yeah, we had we had some great success in the beginning. Uh, started out actually not having any capital to even start a company. Um, all I knew how to do was move. So, essentially what I did was I would rent a truck on a per-job basis. And my first moving job, actually, I was... Uh, so, I had a, a part-time job, and it was picking up recycling, okay, in the city of Richmond. So I'm driving through the neighborhood and uh, I see a for sale sign and a sold sign on a lawn and the guy was out on his lawn. So I said to him, hey, are you moving? And he said, yeah. And I said, hey, I have a moving company. (laughs) So he says, really? I said, yeah, I'm just helping a friend out doing this uh, part time. And I said, do you mind if I give you a moving estimate? And he said, sure. So I booked the job. And from there, I, you know, I bought my own blankets and dollies and shrink wrap and all that stuff that you need for the move. And then the second move was a family friend of mine, and I upsold him on everything, uh, you know, told him I was going to do that. He's really there to help me out anyway. So I took that money and reinvested, got a storage location, and uh, really just started to build my equipment up. And from there, uh, you know, we started doing 10 moves a month, 15 moves a month, 20 moves a month. It got to the point where I was renting 30 moving trucks a month, and the 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 rental company said, you got to go buy your own truck because you're stressing us out. (laughs) So (laughs) I said, okay. Um, I was paying way too much to that rental company anyways, right? It was time to move. It was time to move on. And, and, and I guess for lack of a better term, just, you know, become a legitimate, you know, moving enterprise. And from there we, um, bought my first truck and then I was still renting 15 trucks a month. So I decided to buy a second truck, and it's just kind of went from there. Well, how um, do you do your hiring? Because all of your guys are nice; they care, they work well with with your customers, and it really shows. And they work really good together. Yeah, yeah. We we have a great network of of people. No shortage of guys out there looking for work. Um, and you know, a lot of the hiring comes from within friend circles. So. Hey, my friend's looking for work. Hey, my friend's looking for work. And and over the years, we've just built this great network of movers, of guys who are young in shape, who like to work, you know, side by side with one another. Because that's one of the, you know, an important thing on a move isn't just that everything goes smooth logistically. It's that the attitudes are kept, you know, really at a high level and the friendships are high and the banter level is high. Because what happens typically with some moving companies is the day stretches out and the attitudes you know, hit 
they just hit an exactly. all-time low and that's when arguments happen that's when mistakes happen so it's always good to have a fun atmosphere when you're moving yeah, yeah. no you guys uh went overboard like over and beyond uh for me and i know for my clients you have uh you've a few of my clients have used you i wanted to let listeners um probably have questions and i'm from a listener's point of view i'm thinking okay I'm, I'm moving. What do I need to do to prepare for you guys to come in? Let's say if they're not hiring you to pack, they're packing. Okay. What are some things they should prep? How do they prep for you? You know, I always say that whenever we get there, we're not going to leave you high and dry. We're not going to leave you stranded. So whatever's not done, we're just going to do it. Uh, and we'll improvise along the way. However, in order to be fully organized for, some, for a moving company that's coming in um, who isn't doing your packing, I would say that just having everything that can fit into a box be in a box. That's very, very important. And you supply boxes? We don't supply boxes, but as the owner of the company, if, they're, if they need boxes, I'll bring them boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't stock boxes mm-hmm. anymore. U-Haul kind of runs that game now. Mm-hmm. They, you know, not to plug them, but their, their boxes at retail are cheaper than my wholesaler. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the... Uh, I would say just if all the small items are in a box, the movers will pack things on move day, like any floor lamps, any uh, large pictures that can't fit into boxes, any TVs, stuff like that, wrapping of all the furniture. But it's the small things that need to be condensed into proper boxes. And having the boxes labeled is really, really important as well. So that way we don't need to bug, you know, the homeowner with And how labeled how? Uh, Just labeled by room. Room is fine. By room of what that's going into. Yeah, Mm -hmm. living room, room one, room two, bedroom one, bedroom two, kitchen, dining room, basement, storage, garage, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. I I have a dad question here as a guy who's had to assemble a lot of furniture. So if you come in and there's some IKEA furniture, the Flugen Flardful, I don't know. (laughs) Do you guys, are you able to take them apart and actually put them back together without those instructions? Because who keeps them? Yeah, Good so question. That is, that's a great <laughs> question. Uh, so I don't know if we have experience with the Flugen Fargle or whatever, but <laughs> I think, uh, you know, if it's a bed, the bed has to come apart. A lot of people think that their bed, even if it's, a, you know, a twin, can just stay intact. It doesn't. It's got to come apart. You know, uh, when you're dealing with the way that homes are built now, they're very tight, very tight corners. And you want to have, you know, you want to minimize the opportunity for damage. So, Having everything disassembled is key. But if I always say this, if we disassemble it, we're going to reassemble it. If you disassemble it, we can try, but I'm not going to guarantee you we can do it. You know, um, that, that's kind of a rule of our company. That makes good sense because, yeah, I mean, there's some stuff that you take it apart and then you go, well, wait a minute, where did this go? How did this come exactly. apart? If you've done it yourself, yeah. you've seen it. All right, we've got to take a, a quick break here. But before we do, uh, Ryan, I'm sure your company has a website. Yeah, you can check it out at www.bcsbestmove.com. A lot of people go bcbestmove.com. You can't forget the S, bcsbestmove.com. All right. And Michelle, once again, if people want to check out what you have on your website, the address is? Michelle with one L and Cummins, no G, dot C-A. All right. We'll have more right after this. And we are back with segment number two of the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope, and our special guest, Ryan. Now, Ryan, when it comes to moving... You have probably seen and done it all, but what is that one thing that drives movers nuts? Like, what's the big pet peeve for you when you're trying to move a family out of a house? You know, I'd have to say that the homeowner trying to help is (laughs) uh, 
that's sometimes a little stressful. I mean, when you're in a high stress situation, when you're moving expensive furniture or a a piano, for instance, you know, down some stairs, you have to really prep in order to get that done. And it's a high stress situation for the movers because they want to do a good job. But when the homeowner is looking over the shoulder, breathing down the neck, hey, are you going to watch out for the wall? Watch out for that door. Um, you sure going to make that? Are you sure? Are you sure? You know, it's it gets very, very stressful. Here, let me show you. That's no. right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and maybe, you know, homeowner trying to come on the truck and bring, you know, help with boxes. Um, you know, you're paying us to do a job and we want to do it, you know, properly. And, and what people won't realize when it comes to packing a truck, that is an art to itself. Like mm, this box fits it here. Is. It's like a game of Tetris, right? It it's is. like, okay. And it's when, amazing how packed you can get them. When you do a good truck pack, it is a badge of honor. You take pictures of it. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, I believe it's, it. it's amazing. I can show you some at the break. Yeah. Richard's the packer of our house. Oh yeah. He packs everything <laughs> for trips and everything. Cause he's so good at it. Yeah. Million years ago, I used to do roadie work and watching roadie stuff go into a truck. Because it is. It's, it's all, everything's built for size and yeah. stuff and just right to the roof Tetris. and it all fits in. It's beautiful. Yeah. It is. And you said you, you want to be careful with things. You don't want things to break or anything. And uh, like your company, you're insured. Uh, yes. And, you know, proper moving companies should be insured. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot out there that are just one-offs that aren't insured and don't carry that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you always want to make sure as the homeowner, uh, it, it's really easy. Just send it in an email. Just ask for you know proof of the insurance policy that they have, and then you know that you're at least covered. Okay, I got a, okay. I got a, a question. I'm uh, I, I have to hear what is the like most shocking move you've ever done? Like, have you had like like hoarders or let's, like? Let's let's preface this by saying it has to be arable. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> Before this goes too well. far. Like, was there a lion in a cage? Like, what are some exciting uh, moves that you've done? Um, you know, I don't, I don't think that anything really that would be that shocking that I can say on the air. But uh, <laughs> well, we've get had the other some, stuff off we've the had air. some fun moves for sure. I know, you know, my my very first experience leaving town was uh, getting stopped at the scale overweight. And that was uh, the move turned into a 26 hour straight move into the Okanagan. And it was a great learning experience for me and my company. <laughs> and I can tell you, if you get stopped at the scales once, you won't get stopped again. So yeah. scales, I've never had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine that would be, you know, just once you make that mistake. That's it. That's all you make it. Well, it's only once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trial by error. We all learn in different ways like that. Um, the quoting process, I was wondering, like, I'm sure, like, when I was moving, I, I, I wondered, like, how do you quote, like, um, how, do you do it by bedrooms, uh, size of house? Good question. Great question. I think, you know, for local moving, you can do it by time. A lot of companies do it by weight. Uh, we just do it by time. With our company, I know how our men work, so I know the allotted hours that you can do a move in. For instance, if you're in a one-bedroom apartment, chances are pretty good your move is going to take in between four and six hours with two guys. So at our hourly rate, that puts you into a 520 to 750 price range. There isn't very many instances where a one-bedroom move will fall out of five, uh, four to six hours. Okay, And then from there, you move into two-bedroom condos or three-bedroom townhouses. You're into the more of the two bedrooms would be five to seven hours with two or three guys. And then into, into the three-plus bedrooms, you're looking at in between seven and nine hours with three men. So the price point on that, you're looking at roughly 1300 bucks for an eight-hour day with three men. 
all in taxes, fuel, insurance, the whole deal. I was so impressed on my move that you guys worked right through. They didn't even take a break. Like, and then on the move from one house to the other house, they stopped just through like a drive through to grab food to eat in the truck on the way to the next <laughs> you place. You have a moving truck? They went to a drive through <laughs> Like, it was like a fat, that's like a where that tr- That's where that roof damage came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were so quick. And I was like, yeah. did you guys even have lunch? Like, to take a break? You're Here's like, he man, you keep with going. That, though, is movers are notorious for having terrible diets. Okay. So <laughs> we often, you know, it would be great to have somebody just bring salads and fruit and vegetables and all that kind of stuff to the move to get the guys energized. But typically, you know, if you're if you're working, you know, six, seven days straight during a month end and 12 hour days, you know, unfortunately, you're you're eating some garbage, you're drinking, you're living off of Red Bull and and fast food. So it, it gets pretty. Uh, yeah, the diets aren't the best for the movers, but. Well, hopefully at the end of the day, I gave them a bottle of wine and a, yeah. a good tip to get some good food <laughs> Perfect. Uh, with yeah, them that's and their great. loved ones <laughs> so for the good. good job they did. So what are the logistics of, um, like, it's so stressful the day, and like for you guys, but for the homeowner, for the, the one hiring you, it's so stressful the day of moving, and they have to be out by noon usually. And let's, they have to finish cleaning the house after they move and they have to get into the new place at a certain time. And, and there's, you know, times when you, you uh, butt up against another moving company and, um, you know, maybe they haven't moved out yet and you guys are waiting to move in. Like, like, can you share some of the logistics on how you time that to make it smooth? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of the times we're working with, with time crunches. So you want to make sure on your move that you have enough manpower. That's essential. Uh, if, if you're doing a phone quote and you're just kind of explaining what you have to a mover, I would suggest getting that, the, the estimator out to actually see the stuff so he could properly quote manpower. A lot of the times um, you understaff and then that's when the problems happen. And then later in the day when the, when the movers are fatigued, that's also when mistakes happen. Right, So you always want to make sure, I always say have that additional guy because the entire day goes so much smoother. Uh, but as far as logistically, we will come in, we will lay out floor runners, do a walkthrough okay, of the place. We'll get any do's and don'ts, don't touch that, move that, whatever, get the instructions. Like empty drawers? Um, Is that a do? No, like uh, we're talking on move day. So for instance, that buffet and hutch is staying. Okay, so we won't mm. touch the buffet and hutch. So that's what the walkthrough is. Mm. Uh, but we lay out floor runners to protect your floors. Then we'll do a debrief for about five minutes with the guys, and we'll just delegate tasks. We'll have movers go in, wrap all the furniture, start moving boxes, pack the truck properly. And, uh, you know, typically if the guys are on point, we can get out of most places within a few hours if it's just a single truck load. So. And what about stuff like uh, you, you might show up and somebody has a collection of something and it might be quite valuable, but maybe it's, you know, not insanely valuable. Like mm-hmm. they've got, was it Fabergé eggs or whatever those things are called that are, mm-hmm. you're yeah. the one with that, yeah. you're the fancy one. It's Fabergé eggs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> the, which are worth like, you know, thousands, you know, and they're fragile. Like, they'd be, you know, every box would be marked fragile. Like that's probably stuff yes. you'd want to mess with. <laughs> but you get in some guy and he's got, you know, boxes of comic books or, you know, a bunch of sports memorabilia and things or like Star that. Star Trek memorabilia. Star Trek memorabilia, mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Like, do you guys, you know, specifically go through and individually wrap that stuff do you try to get the the people to do that themselves what's the way you deal with well here's the here's the thing with when it comes to insurance with a moving company if the company is doing the packing so if we're the ones packing the boxes those boxes are insured 
So a lot of the Makes times sense. people want to mm-hmm. do their own packing, but the problem with that is those boxes, the contents of those boxes aren't insured. So if you have valuables like that, I would always suggest having the moving company, provided they're reputable, come in and do the packing for you. That way you know what's in the boxes is actually insured. So if you have a bulging disc like I do right now, <laughs> hire you to pack. That's because right. Because not only do I, I do not have to do it, but yeah. it's insured. That's right. You bet. <laughs> Yeah. Makes sense. My wife likes to uh, likes to get couches. I think we have like eight couches in our house for some reason. Okay. So uh, so a one ton just for your couches. Yeah. Then. Why yeah. do I want to lift all the couches out of the house? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leather couches and. <laughs> uh, she just collects them somehow. Somebody says, you know, we're getting rid of a couch. Do you want it? She goes, okay. I have never met anybody who collects couches. Well, this is exciting. Now wife- I have. There you go. You've met my wife, and she collects couches for some reasons. And one of those, uh, was it Shay's Lounges? We have one of those, too. That's, uh, isn't that a couch? It's a chair couch? A futon I don't and a... We have a futon. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Ryan, when's the best time to move? Because most people move like the end of the month, the first of the month, and sometimes middle of the month, but mostly end and first. Yeah. And I'm sure uh, rates are higher during that time. Uh, what's the best time of the month for the least expensive move? Like... Yeah, good question. Uh, I know a lot of other companies, a lot of our competitors, what they do is they will sell, you know, the end of the month at a higher rate than, say, the middle of the month or even, uh, you know, the first week of the month or something like that because the demand is so much higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't do that. We we think really? that, yeah, I th- our company just, we, we have the same rate every day, whether it's a weekend, month end, weekday, Monday, Tuesday, doesn't matter. Oh, it's okay. all, it's the same rate, rate across the board. That way, you know, the consistency, uh, just the, the client knows what they're going to get no matter what. So, uh, but definitely month ends are chaotic, all right, mm-hmm. in the moving industry, especially in the spring and summer and fall. You very, guys book very up busy. Fast. We do. We book up. I always like to have about a month's notice in the calendar. And if people start calling within about the two week to one week, uh, you know, they're living on a prayer, you know, because I don't know if we can actually accommodate because I'll never overbook. I did that a lot in, in the beginning. We, we would just double up moves and we just, we're never going to turn away a job. We're going to, but you know what? Now uh, we have a little more experience. We know fatigue movers are not good movers so we just do one move a day uh, per crew and unless it's a small one bedroom we might be able to do another one but but definitely uh, month ends are are chaotic middle of the month is somewhat busy but if you have the opportunity to book in the first or the third week of the month that's a great time for a moving company you know to to do filler moves as we say you've been doing this for four or five years your Uh, company's been established now this is our this is our fifth year yeah, so you've grown fast, really. We did. We did. Our, our best year was 467 moves in a year, so oh my not too bad, yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Okay, well, we're uh, getting close to time here. So, Ryan, once again, let's give that website to, to, for folks in case they want to give you a call and use your services. Thanks. Yeah, it's www.bcsbestmove.com. That's bcsbestmove.com. All right, and Michelle, once again, what's your website address? michellecummins.ca, and thank you so much, Ryan, for coming and giving us some tips and advice. Thanks for having me.